It's 7 o'clock on Utah's Morning News. Good morning, I'm Tim Hughes. And I'm Amanda Dixon. KSL's top story on the 7 o'clock report. Republican presidential hopeful Nikki Haley is in Utah today trying to do what she can to gain support before Super Tuesday. KSL News Radio's Adam Small begins our live team coverage. Your voice, your vote 2024. Adam? Amanda Haley will be holding a rally at Utah Valley University this afternoon starting at 1230. Now we weren't given a ton of details in terms of what she'll be speaking about, but she'll be looking to swing Utah Republican voters who at this point, as we know, are still overwhelmingly backing former President Donald Trump. According to a Deseret News Hinkley Institute of Politics poll conducted last month, just about half of registered Utah Republican voters said they would vote for former President Trump if the primary was held at that time. Well, just 22 percent said they'd vote for Haley, though it was important to note Ron DeSantis was still in the race at the time. Haley has already visited four states since Sunday, looking to gain ground ahead of Super Tuesday. Utah is stop number five. Live Adam Small, KSL News Radio. Obviously, we're less than a week away now from Super Tuesday when Utah Republicans will run a presidential preference poll in caucus meetings. Democrats will have a primary election. KSL News Radio's Peter Johnston continues our live team coverage. Your voice, your vote, 2024. Peter? Tim, Utah's joining 14 other states and American Samoa to voice who they want to lead the Republican and Democratic presidential ticket this November. Both major parties are having a caucus. That means supporters can show up to their local political precinct, but only Republicans will be allowed into theirs, while Democrats welcome any registered voters. So if you're a Republican and want to choose your presidential nominee, you'll need to attend your county's caucus event and vote in person. If you're a Democrat, you'll need to submit a mail-in ballot, and you can show up to the caucus if you also want to elect delegates that will go to finalize the nominee in August. The United Utah Party and American Independent Party will also be having their caucuses the same night. If you want more information, check caucus.utah.gov. Reporting live, Peter Johnston, KSL News Radio. KSL's top national stories this hour. Primary voters across Michigan handed decisive wins to President Biden and former President Trump last night. ABC's Lionel Moise has more. In Michigan's Republican primary, former President Trump winning another landslide, but Nikki Haley is vowing to stay in the race through Super Tuesday. As for Trump, he's already focusing on the general election, where Michigan will once again be a crucial battleground. Tens of thousands of Democrats, instead of voting for President Biden, chose to cast their ballots as uncommitted. A major gun case is going before the Supreme Court today. Jeremiah Cottle says he may soon get out of the bump stock business, even though a high court victory could once again help him rake in millions. He says more than anything, the Supreme Court showdown is about vindicating his version of the American dream. It gave me the opportunity to do something amazing, to create a business to get my children off of food stamps, to actually employ people so that they could have good jobs. Devin Dwyer, ABC News. The other big story of the morning is the BYU men's basketball team. They made history last night, beating the seventh-ranked Kansas Jayhawks on their home court. Kansas had won 19 straight games at home. After double digits down, the Cougs took the lead in the last few minutes at Allen Fieldhouse and never looked back. Coach Mark Pope says doesn't get any easier moving forward in the Big 12 as the Cougs host TCU on Saturday. We're really on the cusp of postseason play where every game gets bigger and every game gets bigger, and we're going to try and remain even-keeled and urgent and faithful as we proceed forward. Jackson Robinson and Dallin Hall led scoring for the Cougs with 18 points each. Tip-off Saturday at Marriott Center set for 7 p.m. Pre-game at 6 here on the broadcast home of the BYU Cougars. Mark Jackson, KSL News Radio. 
Some Kook fans didn't want to wait till Saturday. The team got home at 2.30 in the morning. It was 20 degrees outside, and this happened. <laughs> Way to go. Oh, my gosh. Students started gathering outside the airport around 1.30 and waited for an hour in below freezing temperatures to welcome the team back home. Coming up in uh, about 10 minutes, we'll play an extended portion of Coach Mark Pope's postgame comments after the team's big win. We'll look forward to that. 22nd-ranked Utah State was also in action last night on the road against Fresno State. The Aggies found themselves down late, but a last-second desperation three-point shot went in and sent the game to overtime. Utah State went on to get the win, which keeps them at the top of the Mountain West. We've had a win so far on the roads this morning. First look traffic on the 7 o'clock report. Andy? And it's still looking pretty good. The only freeway delay I'm seeing at the moment is a stretch between Midvale, 7200 South, and 5300 South, and Marine. even that's not very bad. Drivers in Utah County enjoying especially Lehigh, a much better drive than yesterday. Going into the canyons as well, Big and Little are open without restriction. And so far, all clear. Uh, then a little bit of northbound traffic that's starting to back up near 21st Street in Ogden. Out of Weber County, I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. Brand new this morning, the funeral for Alexei Navalny has been announced and will take place on Friday. The funeral will be open to the public despite the Russian government putting pressure on Navalny's family to keep it private. The Russian opposition leader died in an Arctic prison earlier this month. We also woke up this morning to find out dozens of skiers had to be evacuated off a malfunctioning chairlift at Brian Head. KSL News Radio's Michael Commit is live with the details on that story. Michael? Tim, this happened to be one of the lifts for Giant Steps, and if you've ever been to Brian Head, you'll know that's a long lift ride. So they had 180 people who had to be taken off, with ski patrol starting from the top and working their way down, using ropes and harnesses to get the skiers down. Now, the whole operation took two hours, but nobody was injured. The resort's marketing director, Amber Palmer, tells St. George News she attributes that to the ski patrol's training. Now, as for the cause of the malfunction, the resort's chalking this one up to a mechanical issue. And since then, the lift was repaired. Reporting live, Michael Commit, KSL News Radio. Our local ski resorts are reporting a few new inches overnight. Alta, Powder Mountain, and Snowbird have six new inches. Beaver Mountain and Snow Basin check in with four. And Deer Valley, Eagle Point, Park City, and Solitude have two new inches. Don't count on getting any more today. Let's check the weather. And the warm-up actually starts this afternoon. That means 47 for us today when yesterday's high was 35. Nice rebound, anywhere from 10 to 12 degrees with sunny skies today. Uh, high pressure will move off to the east. That usually opens the door for southerly flow. So we'll be breezy tomorrow, 58, mostly sunny. Matt said on his uh, X account yesterday that March's uh, forecast to be higher than normal precipitation. Oh, wow. So that's more good news. Uh, we will enjoy a high near 60 on Friday before the next round of storms move in for the weekend. My grass may actually grow again. <laughs> yes. Sandy police are asking for the public's help in a hit and run that sent a mother and daughter to the hospital on Saturday. The pair were walking along the shoulder of 17th East, approaching 114th South, when they were hit from behind. Police are asking people in the area to check their doorbell cameras for information. Florida now has had 10 confirmed cases of measles, with most coming from an outbreak at an elementary school. Florida's for, uh, former Surgeon General, Dr. Scott Rivke, says he's disappointed with state officials who told parents it was okay to keep unvaccinated kids at school when the outbreak was first reported. If you have one dose of vaccine, there's a 95% chance you'll be protected against measles. If you have wow. two doses, it brings it up to 99%. 
He says 20 to 50 percent of children with a confirmed measles diagnosis will end up being hospitalized. Small businesses say they're feeling optimistic this year. ABC's Daria Albinger reports. 85 percent of small business owners surveyed by American Express say they're satisfied with the success of their businesses. Most say they plan to hire this year, and they say providing flexible work options is still the best way to get the best talent. Most businesses say they will be providing flexible work options to attract new employees. KSL News Time 709. Traffic and weather together again brought to you by Sinclair's Dino Pay app. Save up to 20 cents a gallon. We go back to Andy Farnsworth. Delays have been pretty minimal this morning. We have a little bit of slowing on I-15 around 53rd South and Murray, but not much more than a minute to add to your drive through the valley, so it's still in about the 20-minute range. Uh, Bangor is uh, all clear through West Valley at the moment, but uh, Mountain View's backed up approaching 3500 South. Heather? We have... Pretty good speeds through Weber and Davis County on I-15 and Legacy Parkway. Traffic continues to fill in. Usually about this time, you might see a few brake lights in the Kaysville area. But right now, everybody is traveling quite nicely. Still no accidents reported on city streets or major freeways. But anywhere there's a school zone, you're going to start seeing a lot more traffic and backups. Eric? Getting into uh, Park City, we do have some uh, usual slowdowns starting to... Uh appear maybe it's just a hint of it coming here soon uh, but uh, exiting us 40 going west on currents boulevard that's where it's going to slow down just a bit i-80 through the mountains no problems there i-15 utah county you're at a 20 minute drive northbound from provo to point of the mountain that's normal update your kitchen with durden's appliance where they meet any competitor's price visit durden's.com or on fifth south and bountiful durden's brands you know at prices you'll love eric butler in the ksl traffic center ksl hourly forecast Temperatures in the mid-20s to start at 7 a.m. with crystal clear skies. Into the lunch hour, we'll go 40 degrees, sunny skies, ample sunshine for this afternoon. Temperatures rebound 10 degrees warmer than yesterday at 47. From the KSL Weather Center, I'm Matt Johnson. We are about to have a beautiful sunrise out there, 27 degrees. Huge win for BYU over Kansas last night. And there was a terrific coaches show with Mark Pope on our air following that victory. We'll hear some of what the coach had to say coming up in a minute. The Tabernacle Choir Temple Square performed for the third time in the capital of the Philippines last night. And KSL TV's Dan Rascone is in Manila. Why there was not an empty seat in the Mall of Asia's arena in Manila. The featured guest artist Famous Broadway singer and actress Lea Salonga Born and raised in the Philippines Not an empty seat, not a dry eye Uh, The choir also performed alongside a Filipino youth group They have one more performance before they come home The longest sled dog race in the eastern U.S. has been canceled because of a lack of snow. The 250-mile Can-Am Crown International Sled Dog Race has been running for over 30 years now, but it won't happen this year. Organizers are saying the unseasonably warm weather and below-average snowfall in Maine is creating unsafe conditions for the race. Fort Kent got 46.9 inches of snow this year, compared to the normal 80 inches of snow. The event attracts thousands of spectators and money to the extreme rural area. Organizers are hoping to bring back the races next year. Alexandria Bonia, KSL News Radio. Apple has scrapped their plans to build an electric car. As a Apple shareholder, we're, we're, it's music to our ears, frankly, um, that the company is terminating the, the car project. Um, building a car is capital intensive. It's low margin. Um, there's serious entrenched players already uh, in the EV market. That's Baker Avenue financial strategist Ki- uh, King Lip 
in an interview on CNBC. Marriott hotels are trying to get people to book more rooms by offering Taylor Swift tickets. 500,000 Marriott Bonvoy points could get you a fancy trip to a major global city, or it could earn you a pair of tickets to see Taylor Swift. The hotel brand now offering a special package that includes a pair of tickets to see Swift, a two-night hotel stay, dinner, a spa treatment, and transportation to and from the concert. Sounds good to me. <laughs> CNBC's Tyler Matheson says it looks like a pretty good deal. Amanda says you had me at spa treatment. <laughs> it's uh, Girl Scout cookie season, but there's some changes that there's a lot of people not happy about. Here in Utah, you'll be able to pick up your favorites at Cookie Booths March 15th through the 30th. But you can already order from a local Girl Scout to have the cookies delivered right to your door. Most of the cookies are $5 a package, but some of those packages are changing, arriving in plastic pouches instead of boxes. The U.S. Sun reports the package changes have some customers complaining about shrinkflation, saying there aren't as many cookies in the packages. One person posted to Reddit, small quantities, cheap ingredients, and premium prices. Don Brinkerhoff. KSL News Radio. Spending this hour on the 7 o'clock report, two men have been convicted of murder in the death of Run DMC star Jam Master Jay. The 2002 shooting left investigators at a loss for nearly two decades. But now investigators believe the killing was done by his childhood friend and godson. Both men were arrested in 2020 and pleaded not guilty. Looks like even more music is getting removed from TikTok. Universal Music Group ended their contract with the app back uh, last month, I guess it was, removing popular songs from artists like Taylor Swift and Olivia Rodrigo. Now the app is removing music from the publishing arm of the company. The combined catalog makes up about 30% of the music on TikTok. Second, uh, coming up in just a moment, we're going to take a look at the three things you need to know and then Coach Pope. KSL News Time, 715. Here are the three things you need to know this hour. First, Super Tuesday is next week, and that's the day registered Utah Republicans can vote in person, while any voter can attend the Democratic event or submit a primary ballot. I'm KSL News Radio's Peter Johnston. Second, the BYU men's basketball team made history last night, beating the seventh ranked Kansas Jayhawks on their home court. Third, it's traffic and weather together. Delays getting a little worse over on to Mountain View at 3500 South. Still have a little bit of slowing I 15 around 7200 south in midvale but so far so good between ogden and downtown on southbound 15 i'm andy farnsworth in the ksl traffic center sunny skies today with a high of 47 i'm matt johnson right now 27 degrees at the ksl common spirit health studios let's track our top national stories from abc news i'm sherry preston evacuations power outages and the shutdown of a nuclear weapon all of it due to wildfires sweeping across the Texas panhandle. ABC's Mola Lange is on the scene in one blaze near Amarillo. A wall of smoke filling the skies as far as the eye can see, blanketing cities like Canadian. The city surrounded by fire. Anyone who had not evacuated was told to shelter in place. Several fires collectively burning their way through neighboring communities with the help of strong winds. Authorities telling ABC News that the largest fire, the Smokehouse Creek Fire in Hutchinson County, is at 0% containment. A 60-degree temperature drop in some Midwestern cities as the line of storms moved through, leading to the touchdown of several tornadoes in suburban Chicago. Just everything was missing. There was parts of their roof weren't there, parts of the roof were in our yard. It's all over the place. Lauren Cramp describing her neighbor's home in the suburb of Hoffman Estates. Joe Biden easily won the Michigan Democratic primary last night, even though more than 100,000 people cast ballots for uncommitted in a protest vote over U.S. policies in Gaza. 
After months of back and forth, President Biden's son Hunter will finally testify before a Republican House committee looking to impeach his father. It's not clear how much Republicans hope to learn from the closed-door testimony. Hunter Biden is sure to tell them what he said publicly, that his father had no involvement in the business he ran with his uncle. The GOP has been probing whether as vice president Joe Biden benefited from or took actions on behalf of his son and brother's clients. An FBI informant who had claimed Biden was paid a bribe by a Ukrainian energy company has now been charged with lying about that to agents. ABC Stephen Portnoy. The Supreme Court about an hour from now begins hearings, arguments on the legality of bump stocks, which can turn semi-automatic weapons into virtual machine guns. And just in from the Commerce Department, the U.S. economy grew at a robust 3.2 percent from October to December. You're listening to ABC News. Time to go in depth here on a story everybody's going to be talking about. It was a win for the record books last night in Lawrence, Kansas, where the BYU Cougars knocked off the Kansas Jayhawks. And you heard it all right here on KSL News Radio. BYU can bounce this one out. The Cougars come to the home of college basketball and emerge from the fog victorious. The Cougs have won it! <laughs> what a moment. Uh, head coach Mark Pope took some time to reflect on what just happened during the postgame show. Yeah, wow, huh, guys? <laughs> I mean, first of all, um, so much uh, love for Kansas. This venue for every BYU fan, uh, you, you have to find a way to get into this gym when we play one time. It just is, it is really special, and it's like actually nowhere I've been. It's, um, it just has its own feel and its own uniqueness, and, and uh so we're super, and the history is incredible. And um, so we're just grateful to play in the game. And then couldn't be more proud of the way our guys battled um, and, uh, and the way they fought and the way they hung together and the, the way they kept their composure. It was a really special night for, for the Cougs. Of course, the way it turns out affects how you feel about it. But the experience, the Allen Fieldhouse experience, was, I'm sure, everything you hoped it would be for your guys. Yeah, um, and it's, it's interesting. You, you, know, you walk into this gym, and it's deafeningly loud, and people are just packed on top of each other on top of us and and um playing against you know one of the all-time greatest coaches in the coach in college basketball in, in in one of the meccas of college basketball against a great team that hasn't lost at home this year and maybe in the last 30 years i don't know they were on a 19 game winning streak Man. by the way on their home court it's interesting i saw a, a post last night on x from uh, uh greg rebel yeah and bill self who's the coach of kansas said on monday uh, that if BYU scores 13 threes and we only score three, that's a difference of 30 points. You know what it ended up being? Mm. 13 threes to three. Oh, my gosh. For wow. Kansas. Wow. So he sort of prophesied that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's interesting. But it's exactly what happened. BYU has uh, three regular season games left. The next game coming up against uh, TCU on Saturday at the Marriott Center. And, of course, you'll hear the action live here. That tip at 7, which means we'll have pregame for you at 6 o'clock. Be listening for sure. And let's get a look now at 719 at Traffic and Weather Together. Brought to you by Sinclair's DinoPay app. Save up to 20 cents per gallon. And back to you, Andy. Right now, I-15, traffic from uh, Draper to downtown is uh, at the uh, full speed limit. That slowing in Midvale we had is cleared. Found what uh, appears to be maybe a vehicle fire is what they were reporting. They've got uh, vehicles to the right and left on the ramp from twenty from I-80 to go on the 21st South Freeway. We do have some I-80 delays, though, out in Tooele right now. It's suddenly coming to a stop as you merge on at Lake Point and head towards the SR-201 split. Heather? Still no delays on the major freeways in Weber and Davis counties, but you definitely have some thicker patches of traffic, especially southbound I-15 between Ogden and Roy, and then again between Clearfield and Farmington. 
City streets are also getting a bit heavy, especially Harrison Boulevard in Ogden, 5600 South in Roy, and SR 193 in Clearfield. Eric. In Utah County, a lot better than yesterday. Northbound from Provo and Orem all the way up to Thanksgiving Point. Not any problems. Uh, we do have your typical congestion on 2100 North from Redwood Road eastbound over to the freeway. But it's uh, sure is a great site for Utah County commuters this morning to have dry roads and good movement. Update your kitchen with Durden's Appliance where they meet any competitor's price. Visit Durden's.com or on 5th South and Bountiful. Durden's, brands you know at prices you'll love. Eric Butler in the KSL Traffic Center. KSL 70 forecast, 47 today, sunny skies. High pressure nudges off to the east quickly, allowing for southerly flow. That cranks temperatures to 58 tomorrow, mostly sunny skies. 59, mostly cloudy, with a slight chance for a sprinkle on Friday. Still windy on Saturday, rain switching to snow, 52. 37, cold on Sunday, a.m. snow shower, then clearing. 38, partly cloudy on Monday, Tuesday, 45, mostly sunny. From the KSL Weather Center, I'm Matt Johnson. 27 degrees in Salt Lake City and the seven-day forecast brought to you by Performance Automotive Bountiful. Just three days left to go in this year's legislative session today, tomorrow, and Friday. And Friday on the final day, KSL will be back broadcasting live from the Capitol starting at 1 o'clock with Boyd Matheson, then Jeff Kaplan's Afternoon News, and then a live KSL at night, Friday night, from the closing hours of the legislative session. Good coverage, the best coverage, uh, right here as we keep our eye on the hill, 2024. KSL News Time 722.